This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Every day, our world gets a little more connected, but a little further apart. But then, there are moments that remind us to be more human. Thank you for calling Amica Insurance. Hey, uh, I was just in an accident. Don't worry, we'll get you taken care of. At Amica, we understand that looking out for each other isn't new or groundbreaking. It's human. Amica, empathy is our best policy. Texas abortion law suspended. This is an extraordinary decision by a court. Heading off disaster. We're not there yet, but I hope we can come to an agreement. 20 years since we went to war. To attack the military capability of the Taliban regime. Good morning, I'm Steve Kathan. With the CBS World News Roundup, new federal court action last night suspending a restrictive Texas abortion law that was challenged by the Justice Department. Judge Robert Pittman blocked the enforcement of the law until the legal challenge works its way through the courts. He referred to it as an offensive deprivation of an important right. Amy Hagstrom-Miller of Whole Women's Health calls the decision amazing. We will begin to call those patients and resume care up to 18 weeks as soon as possible. Texas is expected to file an emergency appeal with the Fifth Circuit Court. Chris Fox for CBS News, Austin. Now to Washington, CBS's Ed O'Keefe has the latest on the effort to stave off an unprecedented federal default. Overnight, amid another standoff over the nation's debt, Democrats signaled they're likely to accept Republican leader Mitch McConnell's concession, a plan to extend the nation's borrowing limit into early December. Some Democrats were relieved. Well, a short-term solution. While others didn't buy it. Stop playing games, get out of the way. The debt limit's been raised about 80 times since the 1960s in order to pay off the nation's bills. And failure to do so could put the nation's credit rating at risk. Los Angeles has enacted one of the country's strictest vaccine mandates affecting many public indoor places. It takes effect early next month. And CBS's Omar Villafranca has the story of a Florida family that's challenging the governor's ban on mask mandates. Every night I wish upon a starfish that I can go back in person. Nine-year-old Reefy Kinder has been learning virtually for almost two years. I miss socializing with my friends. Reefy had 30 surgeries over six years, leaving her immunocompromised. Her parents and doctor decided not to send her to school in person this year because there's no mask mandate in their county. The Kinders and 10 other families are part of a federal lawsuit against Florida Governor Ron DeSantis and several school districts. 
It alleges an executive order from DeSantis banning mask mandates violates the Americans with Disabilities Act. Schools should be safe for all of the population, not just the people that believe in the governor at the time. Pediatrician Candace Jones says kids like Reefy need multiple layers of protection against COVID. We need to do everything, hand hygiene, mask, social distancing. For Reefy, that means staying home until there's a mask mandate or she can get a vaccine. The World Health Organization has green-lighted the first malaria vaccine. CBS's Deborah Pata reports the move is expected to have a major impact in Africa. Malaria remains one of the most deadly diseases on the planet, so it's no wonder the World Health Organization regards this as a game changer. This vaccine is a gift to the world but its value will be felt most in Africa. Malaria kills around half a million people every year. More than 50% are children, and nearly all those cases are in sub-Saharan Africa. An 18-year-old student is behind bars in Arlington, Texas, after the shooting at his high school that happened after a fight. Four people were hurt. One is in critical condition. Parent Drea Dillard kept in touch with her son, who was in the school when it happened. I'm really tripping. Thank God for FaceTime because I could see him, and he was calm. The family of the suspect says he had been bullied at school. Big cleanup in parts of North Alabama. Up to six inches of rain fell, causing flooding. Some people had to be rescued from their cars, trapped in high water. A U.S. official tells the Associated Press that California oil spill investigators are looking into the unusual movements of a German-flagged cargo ship that put it near the pipeline. It's believed a ship's anchor may have torn into and moved the pipeline. Well, CBS's Carter Evans says California ports are the focus as supply chain woes threaten the Christmas season. Normally the whole thing is Barbies. Holiday sales are high stakes for the Game Chest toy store. If you want a train for Christmas, buy it now. Store owner Miriam Alhamami says almost all of her toys are already out on the floor. What happens when the stuff on your shelves here sells out? I don't have anything to replace it with. That's because goods made overseas are spending a record amount of time in transit. Cargo ships are crowding ports from New York to Los Angeles, where a quarter million containers are currently floating off the coast, according to L.A. Port Director Gene Soroka. Our docks are full. People need to come and pick up their cargo. We need more drivers on the job. Trucker George Anias says the port needs to move faster. You had an appointment at 7 p.m. to pick up a load. Yes, I didn't get out of there until 2 a.m. Before this year, how many loads a week could you pick up? About 20 or so. And how many now? Uh, about six. 20 years ago today, the start of the war in Afghanistan. President George W. Bush officially announcing Operation Enduring Freedom. The United States military has begun strikes against al-Qaeda terrorist training camps and military installations of the Taliban regime in Afghanistan. Then Defense Secretary Donald Rumsfeld said the mission would have one key objective. To make clear to the Taliban leaders and their supporters that harboring terrorists is unacceptable and carries a price. The Taliban quickly unraveled, but Osama bin Laden managed to escape a cave complex in Tora Bora. Who knows if he's hiding in some cave or not. We hadn't heard from him in a long time. The focus soon shifted to Iraq. Bin Laden was eventually found in 2011 in Pakistan, former President Barack Obama. The United States has conducted an operation that killed Osama bin Laden. But the war continued. More than 2,000 U.S. troops died. More than 20,000 were injured until the final decision from President Biden to end America's longest war. Cammy McCormick, CBS News. Bottom of the ninth inning drama as the Cardinals and Dodgers were locked up at one to one in the National League wild card game in LA. Swing and a drive. This is way back. Welcome off, Chris Taylor. 
Dodger Chris Taylor with a two-run homer on TBS to send the defending World Series champs to a playoff showdown with the arch-rival Giants. At women's pro soccer matches, players paused to link arms in solidarity. Every player in the middle of the field, you can feel the weight of this statement. The support shown for two players who've accused a former coach of sexual harassment and misconduct. Mail delivery may not be what it used to be, and in one place off Scotland, that's a good thing. On the windswept tiny island of Ronaldsay, population 70, a twin-engine drone has begun delivering the mail. Operator Charles Scale says no more waiting weeks for a mailboat. should improve their lives and make it a lot more sustainable. The drone can carry 200 pounds of mail, making the 35-mile journey from the main island of Orkney in just 20 minutes. This local is pleased. We think about these military drones, so it's good to see them being used for good things as well. It's a two-week trial to see whether this eco-friendly technology can withstand the island's harsh conditions. Vicki Barker, CBS News, London. The brick foundation of one of the oldest black churches in the U.S. has been unearthed at Colonial Williamsburg in Virginia. The church was built in 1818 but destroyed by a tornado 16 years later. That's the Roundup for Thursday. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. The Hargan women seemed to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God, this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings, wherever you get your podcasts. It was the biggest scandal in pop music. The stars of Milli Vanilli, the Grammy-winning multi-platinum R&B phenomenon, were exposed as frauds. But none of this was their idea. So whose idea was it? Enter German music producer Frank Farian. He saw the success of acts like Michael Jackson and Prince, and he wanted in, no matter the cost. So he devised the perfect pop heist. Two once-in-a-lifetime talents who were charismatic, full of sex appeal, and phenomenal dancers. The only problem? They couldn't sing. But Frank knew just how to fix that. Wondery's new podcast, Blame It on the Fame, dives into one of pop music's greatest controversies and takes a never-before-heard look at the exploitation of two young Black artists. Millie Vanilli set the world on fire, but when the truth came out, Rob and Fab were the only ones who got burned. Looking back now, it's hard not to wonder, why did everyone blame them? and not the man pulling the strings. Follow Blame It on the Fame, Millie Vanilli, on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Nancy's love story could have been ripped right out of the pages of one of her own novels. She was a romance mystery writer who happens to be married to a chef. But this story didn't end with a happily ever after. When I stepped into the kitchen, I could see that Chef Brophy was on the ground, and I heard somebody say, call 911. As writers, we'd written our share of murder mysteries. So when suspicion turned to Dan's wife, Nancy, we weren't that surprised. The first person they look at would be the spouse. We understand that's usually the way they do it. But we began to wonder, had Nancy gotten so wrapped up in her own novels... There are murders in all of the books. ...that she was playing them out in real life? You can listen to Happily Never After, Dan and Nancy, early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts.